This podcast has been brought to you by H&H Real Estate Investment, LLC, where we buy your house as is, no commission or closing costs, as soon as two weeks. Yes, we have you closing your deal in two weeks. Please contact 202-793-9719. The number again is 202-793-9719. H&H Real Estate Investment Group, LLC. DC Boxing Lessons have been brought to you by Hilltop Cafe, 233 Upshur Street, Northwest Washington, D.C., 20011. Home of the best fish sandwiches in the U.S. and the best vegan and vegetarian food ever. Yes, I'll say it again. Home of the best fish sandwiches in the USA and the best vegan and vegetarian food ever. Hilltop Cafe. 233 Upshur Street, Northwest Washington, D.C., zip code 20011. Please tell Gerald Rashid sent you. Hi, my name is Keisha Braxton with Exit Deluxe Realty in Chevy Chase, Maryland. Have you ever wondered what it takes to buy or sell a home? I have the answers for you. Please, by all means, any means necessary, contact KeishaBraxton.com for all of your real estate needs. For more information, go to K-E-C-I-A-B-R-A-X-T-O-N.com. KeishaBraxton.com. Thank you. Welcome to DC Boxing Legends, ladies and gentlemen, past and present. Tonight, we have a special guest. This young lady hails out of the legendary Headbangers Gym. And not only is she a two-time, the, the first two-time national champion, but she's also the youngest national champion. This young lady paved the way for a lot of female fighters that we see today. She's coming out of um, the nation's capital, here, here is Sweet Kia Coffin, ladies and gentlemen. Sweet Kia Coffin, how you doing, Kia? All right, hey, what's happening, right? <laughs> how you doing, girl? What's, 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 what's the word? Oh man, everything, everything, you know. All right, all right. So, so, um, in case this is your first time, uh, you know, checking out this uh, podcast, um, so this this podcast was kind of a. A baby that uh, a colleague uh, and friend and brother, uh, Rashid Hammond, uh, and I came up with, man, because we was like, man, we done so much stuff. We got to, got to reminiscing and said, you know what, man? I don't even know if folks really know or appreciate some of the work we put in uh, when we were coming up. And we walked in the footsteps of folks before us, those those Melvin Fosters, those those um, Daryl Too Sweet Coley, uh, you know uh, Eugene Sunny Speed, uh, Quentin, you know. So one one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to come up with a podcast so we could spotlight those fighters um, as well as the fighters in our era um, because we didn't grow up under in an age of uh, you know Facebook um, and social media. So we don't we didn't have that kind of saturation the way it's been, you know done nowadays 
So with this platform, we want to showcase you and spotlight you in your own light, in your own words. So this is your this is your moment. This is your opportunity uh, to let the people know who Lakia Coffin is. All right. Yep. All right. So let's let's start. First things first. Tell me, uh, how old were you when you first thought about stepping in the ring? Uh, well, I started when I was 14 years old. All right. Yeah. 14, 14? Yeah, I was on a humble tip. Uh, my older brother, Lil' Man, and my little brother, Chip, they used to go up to that gym on 16th Street. They kept trying to get me to come, but I never wanted to go. So one day, I just went on a gay event and went up to the gym. Uh, found out I knew how to fight. I didn't even know I knew how to do, do that either. So I know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, I didn't, didn't think I had memory, you know? Right, right. <laughs> Uh, fell in love with the coach. The coach fell in love with me. And, and you know who the coach was, infamous Barry Hodder. Infamous, man. This man, uh, this man, his name is, is is tattooed in the careers of so many great fighters. He's been inspirational um, to not only uh, other fighters, myself included. Um, he's always been giving and, uh, you know, I can't wait to get him on there because next month we're going to do something special for uh, the for the month of uh, November. We're going to do a um, kind of a coaches uh, tribute. Um, so we're going to see if we can get as many coaches as possible on here, and, and he's definitely one that we have our eyes on. Um, so tell me, tell me about the atmosphere when you came in. Who were some of the fighters that were in the gym when you started boxing? Oh man, when I started boxing back then. We had bangers in the gym. Uh, the great Patrick Harris. Well, I'm mm-hmm. Patrice Harris. Uh, Josh. <laughs> you know, Keon Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold and Mo. Mm-hmm. Natasha Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Chris. Yeah. Chris was in there. Um, who else was in there? There's so many of them that was in there, but those like the main ones that, that we showed out with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I forgot Lamar and Anthony. Yeah, I man. How you forget them? How you forget them? That's the cornerstone right there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we came up in a crazy time because I don't know if you recall, man, but, you know, not only was Lamar and Anthony, man, they were, they were, they were small and it's crazy. I, I, I actually, I feel old, man, because. Man, I, I seen a I seen a picture not long ago. My had some gray in his beard. I was like, get out of here! Come on, man. <laughs> not to mention he got a beard, and I don't, and I can't grow one. <laughs> but uh, but it's crazy, you know, just seeing you know everybody progress and go through life and they're doing good things. I remember seeing, man, it was real back in the day, right? Because I remember seeing little Gary Russell. It, Man, he he was so short. He walked under the punching bag. He was little. Yeah, um, so was and Lamont was little. Everybody was little, and it's crazy. This is and so I'm so proud of all of them um, to this day. Everybody's you know doing their thing. Um, but tell me about your relationship with Barry. Uh, well, Barry, Barry always came through. Barry like my father, man. Um, Growing up, I had one, you know. I had one, but I didn't have one. 
mom, you know, she got six kids, three boys and three girls. And she worked two jobs just to support us. Mm. So when Barry, when I got introduced with Barry, Barry kind of like took me under his wing. He fell in love with me, you know. Um, anything I needed, he wanted that. If he didn't get it, we worked hard and we got it. Uh, every trip, every uh, tournament I wanted or want to fight, he came up with that money out of his own pocket. Mm. Mm. And that's how was all the kids in the gym. He paid that way, man, out of his own pocket. Um, but yeah, our bond is undeniable. Right, right. Tell me, t- <laughs> tell me, tell me about your. What was your first fight like, man? What was, what was, what was, what was those few minutes walking up to the glove table? Everybody knows the infamous uh, 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 Kia Coffin, Ray Massey to the glove table. You know, when you hear that over the microphone, you kind of get a little bit of jitters. I know I did anyway. And uh, when I first walked up to the, uh, my first fight, man, I was scared crazy, bro. Um, <laughs> I've been sparring, but I ain't never get in the ring and like literally fought another female uh, at that time for a belt or a trophy or anything. So I was scared, you know. I didn't think I knew how to, like the punches. He always said, oh man, you can crack. And I always seen it in the gym, but in the gym is a different level from getting in the ring. Right, right. It's it's totally different, and then and the beauty the beauty about boxing and, and, and fighters, um, a lot of time it's expression. You know, it's just like basketball. How how a how a basketball player can can take the ball between the legs, behind the back, and do a finger roll all in point what three hundreds of a second. Um, that that is that is genius in motion. You know, everybody can't do it. If everybody could, then. It wouldn't be as uh, limited as it is to get in the NBA, um, but for fighters, you know, they have a talent too. You know, fighters sometimes you can see the punch before you even land it. Sometimes you just know it's that thing, it's that sixth sense. So tell me about what your sixth sense was. How 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 was it with you? Were you were you even handed? Or, or were you just a, a solid uh, orthodox fighter? Well, well, with me, I can fight um, Southpaw, I can fight off the beat, I can fight either side, it ain't really matter. I was always trained to fight on both sides. Um, uh, I, I always, I can crack, for sure. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> we all, I know that. I've see, I seen you before. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I used to fight inside and outside. Didn't really matter, you know. Most of the time, I felt myself more comfortable going to the body and working the inside. But every now and then, I will have to back on out and go back to the basics and boxing and right. stay on the outside. Right. And so I heard you um, before in conversation mentioned that, that you all used to refer that, that game plan, that strategy uh, building up to the first fight as being in a lab. What was that? What was that like? Like like that? When you guys were coming up with game plans and how to fight, um, what, what was that? What was the training camp like in, in the Headbangers Gym? Oh man, in the Headbangers Gym, it's a mad scientist in there working. <laughs> <laughs> Man, come up with so much different stuff in the gym, man. When I tell you, you gonna push your body to the limit. You gonna push it to the limit. Uh, like I tell, like I was talking to you prior to this. Um, back then. Most people in the gym, they throwing like five, maybe six combos. We in the gym working on 10 and 15 punch combos, you know? Mm. Mm. And, and, and that's just 
Wow, wow. So t- take me to some of your take me to some of your most notable moments in the ring. Um uh, as a as a uh, as a, a powerful woman in the sport. Uh, well, you know what, my most uh, DC, uh, Maryland, Virginia, we were doing it big back in 94. Man, we had bangers, man. I'm telling you, every week, out of every gym, you had some bangers in there, man. Any, were there any pros uh, in your gym? At that time, no, yeah. we didn't have any pros in the gym. Okay, just curious. Um, so going back to your, your first uh, national championship, so how was it the second time around? I'm not going to answer. Go ahead. <laughs> so, from that point on, I didn't even come back to the fight until it was time for me to fight. Because I already had it in my mind. I knew who I was going to meet up. And, and sure enough, I met up with Ann Wolf. Uh, me and her, we, we did a dance all the way up to the third round. Uh, she got a DQ. Mm. I'm not sure. I guess she got frustrated. I was catching her too much. <laughs> hey, that can happen. That can happen. I guess I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm frustrated. I, you know, I don't know. I can't make excuses why she did what she did, but um, yeah, she just got frustrated. She just kept trying to get me off. I'm just popping her with the jab, staying on the outside because I wasn't gonna go on the inside. She was laying people out the whole whole week. Wow, wow. So you got, so not only did you have that power, you also had that, that high boxing IQ. You could put that jab on them, huh? Oh, yeah. I, I boxed her in a coma, man. I was dancing around that ring, man. I was glad. Wow. <laughs> so you, you know, the great Andre Ward once said in, in an interview uh, that um, a great fighter has a, he has a, um, has a toolbox. He has, if, if something doesn't work, they can they can immediately transition into something else that works. Um, uh, and he said that in his description of Deontay Wilder, right? 
uh, you know, Deontay Wilder, he is he's already cemented himself in uh and and glory amongst boxing uh enthusiasts. But uh Wilder he lacked that 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 you know, that boxing, that basic boxing uh mechanics. You know, he didn't have that he didn't have that thing that we all developed through through the amateurs because he had um that God given hammer. He had that power. Okay. Um, for you, how important is it to be balanced? Oh man, um, I I had my power, but I equally was trained properly trained um, on how to use the power, and not only use it, know when to use it. I'm not just gonna fire a right hand and leave myself exposed just to try to get a hit off. It, it's it's all a part of boxing. You got to set that right punch up for the right time. Mm. That's what I was always trained to do. Mm. So, yeah, I always been uh, trained to throw correct punches when it's time to throw them, and know when to throw them. Yeah, I, I tell you, you if, if no one ever tells you this, you you had the intimidation factor um, just by your presence alone. I, I I distinctly recall the time I came to a show. I'm not even sure which one it was, but I remember seeing you and Tasha in there. I'm like, what? kind of circus is going on up in here <laughs> these girls coming up in here and they fighting <laughs> uh, they not they not slapping they landing leather and they're punching correctly and they and they and they stopping they stopping fighters i'm like man Barry is a mad scientist over there he he has a whole slew of folks over there that that, that um can come in and and turn the show out um, I really enjoy the impact that you know that you put on the sport even more now than than back then. You know, back then it's, it, was, it was it was just weird because it was it was always considered a sport that was dominated by men. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. So did you did you see any discrimination? And when like when you came in, like you know how sometimes you you know being a first woman, so you're gonna you're gonna see some things. Did it did it just not did it not seem fair at times when you you know fought? Um, well, um, well, at the time, I'm gonna say yeah, yes, and no because yeah. coming up when I first started fighting, um, there were so many girls that we was trying to break down just to get into mm-hmm. the, into the boxing thing. It wasn't even unheard of for females to box. It, it wasn't sanctioned. They had to go through so much red tape to get us in. I'm now. I will honestly say. Christina Martin did kind of break that foundation on us, right. even being able to get into the sport. But even on that type of level, just local local level, it was really hard, man. Barry had a hard time getting us fights, had a hard time bringing us in, getting us on fight cards. Uh, I recall one time a joker told him, uh, he's going to let us get on a fight card. Well, let me get on a fight card because he don't want me sticking up the joint, slapping and all that stuff. And that's when B kind of checked him and was like, hey, my girl told something better than you do. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and, and that's just some that's just some of the stuff that I remember. Right. Yeah, I was really young back then, so a lot of stuff took place that I kind of don't remember, but some stuff I do remember, you know. And I remember going for months without fights. Uh, the only time I got to fight was when I was in the gym sparring with uh, Boogie and Tasha, Chris Nutt, uh, all type of people like that. Just my my family at the gym. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so you 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 have also sparred with some of our um uh uh DC boxing legend uh, alumni like uh what Sean Sean Johnson. Right. Oh man, man, I I, I met Sean Johnson one time, Barry, because you know once you spar with somebody, you start getting comfortable. You start to know how they routines is and stuff. So Barry wanted to mix it up, you know. So he was like, "Hey, we gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna bring you over to this gym out southeast. I want to forget that southeast. I forgot the name of the gym. But when I got in there, his coach Vince, coach Vince, yep. Barry was like, "I'm gonna get you to spar uh, Sean." Sean Johnson, I think by that time he was on the Olympic team. I believe he was on the Olympic team then. But anyway, they come rolling out a little tire. They come up, put your foot in. Uh, one, your, your left foot in, and you leave the right one out, man. Man, me and Sean was in that thing. Splitting so much level, was getting split in there, man. Oh, my God. I already know. I already know. Battling in that joint, man. Hey, by the time we finished, so like man, B, your girl can hit, man. Where you get her from, man? Uh, he fell in love with me. I fell in love with him, man. It was that was history wrote too then. Right, right. Do you ever miss the sport? Do you ever feel like, hey, man? You ever get that itch? You know, how some fighters, you know, it's hard for that dog to die. Do you ever kind of just miss getting in the ring and? And hearing the rush of, of, of fans, you know, calling your name and all that other stuff. Oh man, yes, sir, Ray, I absolutely do. That's one. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, I, I miss it all the time, man. Like I, I was telling you all uh, prior to that, like leading the pathway, the uncertainty, uncertain of the sport. Like I was trying to wait to turn pro after I went to the Olympics. And look at it now. Um, they, they didn't go to the Olympics. I what, two thousand and six or something like yep, that. Yep. Two thousand and six, man. So that was a long time for me to be sitting there waiting to go to the Olympics, man. Yeah. And that's how long it actually took for the females to actually get recognized to be a contender in the United States boxing, which is a little bit absurd. But hey. Yeah, I mean they make it in there. At least the females doing it, they trying to recognize for what we really, what we really work, you know. Yeah, but you know, as a fighter, you know, we're used to dealing with adversity. We we don't complain. We make a way. We 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 figure it out, you know. The great yeah. ones always figure it out. Um, uh, usually around this time, you know, I like to really try to spotlight, you know, the the guests that we have. Um, let me ask you a question: Have you ever really considered? Um, Training, training fighters. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at you, man. You know, and I always, I, I'm an idea king, right? So I, I, I never follow through on nothing, <laughs> but I always got an idea, right? Um, and, and and I just see you um, with 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 so much potential, and, and you know, just you know, doing like a all woman's continuing that that torch, like a, a building for for females in boxing, like a woman's kind of training. Uh, boxing training seminar or something like that. I don't know. Have you thought about something like that? Yeah, Ray. I, actually, that's what I'm um, got in plan right now. Uh, it ain't only just a female. If it want to be young men, males, I take it all. But I really love training females. I really want to give back to the community. Um, especially as females, man. We got so much potential in us. Uh, but on that note, Ray, they can reach me on a uh, uh, either Facebook or on my IG account, which is Chad Carlton on IG. 
Okay, okay. And then the Facebook is the same thing. Lakia chat talking on Facebook. Okay, okay, okay. On them platforms, we can go on and on. Let me get, let me get you in shape. That's about it. Let me tell you, I got two <laughs> girls, man. They, they, <laughs> my girls are too girly right now. They, they, they're going away from daddy's girl. First, they were my two little boxers, and 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 now they're starting to get girly on me. I really wanted them to come by and just see you, and just be in your presence, and just see, you know. I mean, again, a lot of people don't realize how much DC history is walking around on two legs right past them, and they don't even realize it. Um, You've done again. You've done so much, just as a pioneer in, in, in the sport. So I definitely, if, if no one gives you your roses, you get them from me, <laughs> right? Thank, um, thank you. And, and I think it's better when you get them from your peers. You know. <laughs> I guess um, only thing I want to be remembered by, you know, is me just being a female fighter trying to do what has been done in boxing. And helping the young ladies get to where they are now. Um, my biggest thing I got to them is do what you got to do in this box of stuff and get what you can get out of it. Um, stay out of Stay out the streets, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, street, definitely. Just being a and just being a good example, a good role model for young females who you know like may may take interest in it. Um, uh. Uh, I, I always like to, before I wrap up. I always like to ask about um, who your who your top five, who your top five fighters. You know, your top five fighters says a lot about you know the fighter. You know, I can actually examine somebody's top five and go, okay, this is that type of fighter. <laughs> so who who will be in your top five? My top five fighters of all time. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Sugar Shane Moses. Okay. Child. Okay. Daryl Coley. Okay. Can't forget my little bro Lamar Peterson. Oh, right. Uh, who that? That one, two, three, four. Roy Jones. You know what? You know what? You know what? Your your entire top five. You know what that said about you? I'm a fortune teller. I'm about to tell you that you are biased. All you love is speed. <laughs> uh, uh, speed. Speed. Footwork and 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 and, and just uh, a thinking fighters, you know, because I mean? all of those were thinking fighters. Those are all, um, and they were they were fast, you know. I, I all of them, um, yeah. I remember, you know, Daryl Coley used to be um, he used to train out of Hillcrest uh, not so long ago. I remember walking in the gym one time, and I never forget it, man. Uh, here I am, I'm young, I'm I'm probably like 14, just like you. Uh, I walk in the gym. And I see him, and it was Daryl Lattimore, and they were going. Man, I tell you, they were going at it. I, I, I wanted to know what happened before the, the skirmish broke out, but they were. <laughs> at one point, I, I think I saw Daryl Lattimore land a good shot, and then I saw Daryl Coley rip his head gear off, and then oh my, he let loose about a hundred and fifty shots. I don't know where he got the energy from. I don't know where he got the adrenaline from. But he was that. But they were both really good fighters. Man, this back when you know, Daryl Adamo was his name was big too. You know, don't forget. You know, that man had a, had a had a run. Uh, so just watching those two, um, uh, you know, iconic, uh, you know, DC fighters, um, um, square square way squared out in the ring and and. and 
you, you're watching something that's special, you know. And this was before, you know, Daryl Cody won the, you know, his championships and, and had all this um, ring success. But just is watching him like young when, when he had like I don't, I don't know, I think maybe he had like ten or twelve uh, 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 pro fights, but uh, didn't see him on ESPN and you know squaring off in the ring. It was just it was dope. It was a dope experience. Um, but yeah. Uh, those were good memories, right? Um, when you when you came through the gym. Oh yeah, man! Always, um, always good memories, man. I, I, sometimes I just be reminiscing on all the fun I used to have, man. Mm. <laughs> right, right. All, all the places I've seen. Right. Boxing, boxing opened up so many doors for me, man. Like I traveled so many different places. Wow! If if, if if um if you could do it all again, would you change anything? Nah, I wouldn't change anything. Exactly. <laughs> At this point, it is what it is. No, it was a great experience. Even the wins, the losses, the you know the ups, the downs. It was just a whole experience. It's, you know, I think boxing mm-hmm. teaches you a lot about uh, just growing up. Yeah, it teaches you a lot about life. Oh yeah, it laid it laid a foundation. I know for me in particular, it laid the foundation of how I would be as an adult. It 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 hit me in my soul so hard, and if like guided me through life on what good morals is. Right. Just by being in the boxing gym and being around positive energy people. Right, right. Speak on that. Speak on that. I mean, <laughs> character means a lot. You know. A lot of people take it for granted. Yeah, and, and most of the people that was in my gym, they be on the same boat I was in. We ain't have nothing, a whole lot of nothing, but we did have each other. And we was like a family in there. Mm. No doubt. Always. Uh, uh, you guys, every time I saw y'all, y'all were always together. Uh, y'all always were having fun. You know, it, it says something about um, how. How valid and how beautiful the sport is when you, when you see people having um, fun amidst chaos. Yeah. It's hard to be laughing when you know you're about to fight and you just hear somebody get knocked out. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> you get, it kind of warps your sense of humor. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, I know for sure when I be when I used to come to the fights, man. I, I always had listened to my music. That always got me going and kept me from going over the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, boxing. Listen, gotta listen to tunes. You gotta tune everything out when you get in that ring. But yeah, hey, that that's <laughs> that's just one of those things, right? You know, you, you learn and, and you adjust, and, yeah. and, and you can use that in other other aspects of life. Um, mm-hmm. Wow! So uh, wrapping up this session. Hey, look, it's, I just want to tell you, it's been an honor um, to just be able to just have this share this moment with you. Um, I want to encourage you to uh, keep up the good work, um, uh, stay positive, um, and keep giving back to the community. Because you know, without you, you know, we wouldn't have. I don't think we'll have some of the other um, uh, uh, future female champions. I think, I think what you've done is you, you've paved the way, and and it's always good to come back and recognize and be grateful for where you know. Where uh, the the origins came from, where where 
who are the who are the people who who paved the way for you? So again, thank thanks again. I appreciate your time. Do you have any parting words uh, for the audience? Uh, the only parting words I got is uh, well, once again, thank you, Race, for the opportunity for me to uh, tell my story. Um, for the young ladies, sky's the limit. There ain't nothing that we can't do, even though at times it may seem a little dark. But we fight it, so we're going to pull through it. Uh, just keep your head up, keep training, and stay focused. That's the number one thing. I mm. paved it. I definitely paved the way for a lot of y'all to be where y'all at today. So just make sure you don't miss your opportunity. Mm. Mm. Well said. Well said. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. This is Lakia Coffin, DC, another DC boxing legend. <laughs> thank you, Ray. Thank you.